Hello, Opinioneers. This is one of your hosts, Danny Murray, and I wanted to wish you all a happy new year. Um, sorry that we haven't come out with any um, new material here in the past couple weeks. We're taking a little bit of a break just so we can, you know, get on the same schedule and so we can have all the hosts back. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to let you all know that, and thank you all so much for hanging in there as a little treat. Um, if you guys remember back about a month ago, a little more than a month ago, Jason and I did an episode on Stranger Things and our input on Stranger Things and how we liked the second season and, and so on and so forth. So in that same exact night, we actually had a tangent and we the mics were rolling when we were talking about um, one of Jason's favorite video games, Shadow of the Colossus. And how you know how he loves that game and, and, and more about it. I haven't played it all the way through. Uh, I'm not a hardcore true fan, but Jason was and is. Uh, so we actually have about a good you know 20, 30 minutes of talking about uh, Shadow of the Colossus and all the games surrounding um, that that world. So IE uh, um, or EG actually, um, Ico and uh, Last Guardian. So we're going to be talking about that uh, a little bit in this episode, and you can get a little input on on a uh, little bit. You can get you can you can get a little bit of uh, Jason's thoughts of the Shadow of the Colossus games and how why he loves them and, and the thing that's so beautiful about them. Just want to let you know, uh, since we were having a couple drinks, Jason actually went on, and um, if you don't want to know the ending of the game because you're waiting for you know the remake to come out next month, then uh, just kind of skip over, you know, a good two, three minutes when Jason starts talking about the story, um, and then go on to the latter part of the episode where we talk about video games and, um, just the balance between, um, art of the game and the business side of the game. So we get into this because the topic goes on that it took about 10 years for The Last Guardian to come out. Um, so we start talking about video games in, 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 in a, in a consumer based world and where does that fit in and, uh, just our input there. So thank you all again for chiming in again. Uh, we're trying to get back on the same exact schedule where we're going to be releasing all our stuff either weekly or bi-weekly for you all in 2018. Um, we still have uh, some great things planned, some, uh, crossovers with other podcasts. Right now we're trying to work with the Waffle Podcast and do an Oscar special edition episode for you all. Um, and we're also working with other podcasts right now to try and do some some crossover events uh, as well as some really cool things. We have really great segments uh, the next time we get together and uh, we're really excited to show you all. Um, we're, we have a segment called I Am D Beast where we talk about movies and trivia and see who is the beast of uh, between uh, all the hosts that are on that night as well as trailer trash as well as beef of the week and so on and so forth so we're going to try and, and try to up the ante for you all and try to create a show that you you all would like lastly really quick uh, it'd be great if you all go over to the itunes and leave us an itunes review it helps us out tremendously also go to our facebook instagram like and share subscribe all the stuff you see there we really love hearing back from our fans Love hearing back from people and, and checking out everything that we have up on there, okay? Uh, again, also, share it with your friends. Uh, it's really cool that we hear people say, like, hey, my friend uh, suggested this show for us, and, uh, yeah, we're really liking it, okay? So now we will get on to the episode. Thank you all.
have you seen and I'm, I'm gonna want you to answer this in this mic because this, if this goes as far out as I think it is because with your brain have you seen the trailer for the PS4 version of Shadow of the Colossus that came out today oh yeah before I came <laughs> over <laughs> Like, I can let me finish your sentence first. Before I came over here, I was like, okay, I just saw that there's a trailer out for Shadow of the Colossus. Um, oh, Is yeah. that your favorite game of all time? <sighs> Man, the older I get and the more games you play, the harder it is to be like, you know, this is the... But I will say, if I had to pick, like, Desert Island games, that'd definitely be one of them. Okay, think... if you had one and two, it would be one or two? Like, if I give you only two games, Desert Island, it would be one or two? Like, oh! It, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be, be put be put in first and second games. It's three. It's out of my top five. It's in my top five, but not my my top two. Is it your top two? How about this? Gosh, this is so hard to say. I will say, if I had to measure it by, do I have internet access to play with other people or not? Because <laughs> no. Overwatch, I'd be screwed. That's the uh, you only play that with multiplayer. Um. That game probably, especially from the time I first played it, it stuck with me more than probably any other game I've ever played. Why? Because it's so sparing. So, like, you enter into this, like, forbidden land that is just filled with, like, these relics. And you could tell there's this, like, ancient civilization that at one time had to have been here. Where did they all go? Why are these forbidden lands? Why am I carrying this dead girl? Who is she? And all you're doing is unearthing these giant creatures and and killing them. Meanwhile, um, you know, all in hopes of resurrecting this girl. The more I played it, it just had these like beautiful vistas. To me, that was the first time I ever played a game that... Landscapes? Yeah. Like had areas that were just like so incredibly beautiful that you would never find if you just went to your next objective kind of a thing. Yeah. There was, there's literally nothing in the game other than boss battles and you find the next battle by like holding up your sword and a ray of light, basically like the more concentrated laser beam, the light is, that's the direction you're supposed to go. And if you just did that, there's so much that you would miss. But if you like explore, there's like these beautiful coastlines and beaches. So you have you're like, okay, this is where my sword's pointing me. I'm going in the opposite direction just to oh, see yeah. what I saw. Oh yeah, just to see what I could see. Like I I've spent untold hours like just exploring every nook and cranny of this world, and like you start to find all these cool things. Like, hey, there's trees everywhere. What happens if I shoot my bow and arrow at a fruit from the tree? And then you eat it, and you're like, oh, my stamina just increased. No um, way. Yeah. Dude, they were that in-depth with worlds outside of just boss battles? Yeah. Like, there's literally not one enemy to fight except for boss battles. There's 16 um, Colossus, Colossi. Colossi. <laughs> and, um, like, oh. and so all you Why do... Why does if you say multiple Colossuses? <laughs> That collapse that la- that laughing right there. That, that's, that's what it is. What happens if you um, come up against four collapses? Col- col- yeah, exactly. Four <laughs> cyclops. So I, that's a genuine question. <laughs> if you come up against four cyclops, cyclopses, 
Is that what it is? A colossus? What are you asking? Cyclops. You know Cyclops with the big eye? Yeah. With the one, <laughs> with the one eye? Okay. Four of them. All right. Cyclopses? Oh, That's I see I'm what saying. you did there. Yeah. So how, like, Cyclopses? I think it would just be Cyclopses. Cyclopses? Yeah. Okay. A cyc- that, that was a genuine question. All the Cyclopses Listeners, are sometimes my English... Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> In 10th grade, I failed 10th grade English, and I failed... 10th grade Spanish so my brother asked me that question do you even know how to speak a language in general so sometimes I say words that I think work but then Jason looks at me and he just shakes his head no he says no what you're actually the word you're looking for is this one but sometimes I surprise him with like oh hey you actually know that one oh thanks bro but anyways anyways keep going so the beautiful world that they've created yeah like there's literally just like beaches like white sand beaches that are there you would never find them unless you were just exploring why would they do that that's the beauty of it like (laughs) just to do it for the sake of doing it just for the sake of doing it like there's literally like forests and like ancient underground waterfalls and all these things that exist that you would never find if you didn't just explore and then the more you explore you start to see like these relics and these things and i love that it's done in these like desaturated tones like the world isn't like really vibrant it's very like desaturated Uh and like but the sun like the light itself is like this crazy like sun-soaked world even though the coloring is so off and so as you start exploring like for me when i when i left the game it just everything i would look would be i'd look at the mountains because we live in a pretty picturesque valley especially at sundown. Especially at sundown. It's gorgeous. And so, to me, I would always be like, oh, it's just like in Shadow of the Colossus. Well, it always had me wondering, like, what... Because the story was so sparsely told, there's very little detail. Um, I, like, pieced together this whole mythology and lore to the world that made sense to me of, like, oh... Why is it that there's this like evil god chopped up into 16 pieces and sealed away in the statues? And those are the colossi. And you kind of see, oh, here is this like arena and here is this whatever. Here's this like shrine of worship. Um, I have my, I had created like this thoughts on like, here's what it means to me. And so... I don't know. It's just like a very captivating world. When you you let me borrow the game a long time ago, okay, for the PS3, when, they, right. when they not remade it, they re-released it for you know next compatibility, mm-hmm. next gen compatibility at the time. And I remember playing it, and the resolution was so weird. And I remember I was fighting, I think the first boss, and I thought it was a cool game, the concept of it. But I was finding the first boss, and it was like, I was like, okay, I think I have to climb up his caps, right? You have to climb up his feet. Right. So I was jumping, and nothing was grabbing. I was like, no. And I tried like 15 times, and it wouldn't work. And so I was like, I don't know. This wouldn't work. But the resolution was so weird and off Hmm. to me. I don't know why. It just didn't. Maybe I was just spoiled by like Uncharted 2 and 3 that like it's very easy to grab on things because it's like the edge of some you know, the edge of some cliffside is very easily laid out. Mm-hmm. And my brain was spoiled, you know, like spoiling your palate. Yeah. 
um, that I couldn't go back in time and I couldn't do that. I just hope that the ge- you know the, the geometry of like where you need to grab. I don't need it to say like you grab here kind of a thing. But I hope this next one. I really want to play it because I mean you love it, Jerry, who's been a well his name's Jared, but Jerry who has been a special guest on our show. They both love it. And you you and Jerry are two opposite people. Jerry is like <laughs> big muscles. <laughs> right. Like he likes he loves his video games, but he loves that 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 video game and you love it too. So I wanted to experience it, but I was just getting frustrated over it. But also the resolution was so bad that I couldn't not so bad, it's just I was spoiled. Hmm. So I'm really excited about the PS4 version of Shadow of the Colossus because they've it's a remake, 100%. It's not like, oh, we're just going to try and boost the resolution of all these things. No, we're remaking it from the ground up. So I'm really excited about that because I want to play this game. And I think I think it's going to be a success because there's so every person that I've ever talked to or ever any fan board forum that I've been in, everyone talks about Shadow of the Colossus like it's this amazing game. And it's so simple, like you said, like there's only 16 bosses. That's it. There's no like little things of grinding. You don't have to grind, you know, to get to the next one, kind of a thing. Right. So why do you think a game like that can stand the test of multiple demographics, like you and Jerry, and go to the next? Like people across the board love it, but it's not like action packed, like Uncharted or Call of Duty or anything like that. Like why do you think a game like that? I I don't know of any other game that's been remade from the ground <laughs> up. You know. Um. <clears throat> Man, I guess it's just my thoughts. I guess it'd be almost because you have to bring yourself into the game. Like most games, um, you know, even as much as I love Uncharted, and Uncharted is like incredible, like one of the most fun games ever. And also like loved by people from all different types of backgrounds. But it's like so... um, this so story driven and very like um plotted out like really tightly and you're just kind of like following the story but they do such a good job telling it that you're like okay I'm along for this drive this is awesome but i think that shadow of the colossus is the exact opposite it gives you so little that you have to like f- bring yourself to the table and you whoever you are and you play it you see a reflection of, of your own thoughts into it. Kind of like a book where you have to create the world in your mind. You yeah. It's given by the words. Kind of. Yeah. And so you, because it's like, you have to have your own thoughts of like, here's this guy. Why did he just forsake his people and everything to like carry this dead girl across thousands of miles to a forbidden land? Like, you're never told what's their relationship. It never says like, because I love her, she's my you know, fallen wife or you don't even know if it's a sister or not. You don't even know. And then it's like, okay, there's no one to speak to here. There's no one to interact with except my awesome horse. (laughs) (laughs) Does the horse have a name? Yeah. It's like, goodness gracious. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. What's the horse's name? The horse's name is like agro, agro, agro. It's like A-G-R-O, but he says, like, he speaks this, like, made-up, like, Native American-sounding language. And so the way he says it is, like, pronounced a certain way, but... Who's the director on this thing? His name was, um, uh, gosh, Fumita Ueda or something like that. What, what, I know, I know this is, like, uh, this is kind of like the video game version of our segment that we're going to start doing called IMDb, <laughs> but, um... 
what what uh, studio produced it? Because you know, you know, like Miyazaki is synonymous with Ghibli, right? Mm. So is this guy synonymous with another like Takami? Tuk- Tukami? It was. Um, it's a Sony. Tukami, it started out as a Sony studio. Uh, well, actually, Santa Claus as well. So it's like Team Japan. Okay. And it's of owned, Sony. Of Sony. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, so he finished these two games under Team Japan. Mm. Is he made any other games studio. besides Jet? Maybe it's Japan Studio. And I'm like super fuzzy right now. It's either Japan, I think it might be Japan Studio, but well, basically it's owned by Sony. Right, because Warner Brothers has like Warner Brothers Montreal. Right. That created Arkham Origins. Yeah. So does this guy, what other games has this guy created or directed or been a part of? It was, so Ico comes out first, and that uh, was his first game. And then Shadow of the Colossus, and then the third one mm. was The Last Guardian, the one that like people were waiting for for like ten years. Yeah, did did that one match up to to your expectations? Just as a singular fan, not what everyone else thought, because I know there was mixed reviews. It, yes and no. It's hard. Like it's hard whenever you have someone waiting for that many years. Um, How many years was it? It was ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Right. From two thousand five to th- more than. No, it years. came out in 16, 11. So 11 years. Yeah, it just came out last year, um, June. So I think that's just hard. Like, actually, Japan's been cranking out the year of, like, <clears throat> last year and this year has been, like, the 10-year sequels because it was, like, <laughs> <laughs> like Persona had their first games in 10 years. Um, the Last Guardian, Final Fantasy fifteen was 10 years in the making. Um, but definitely... The Last Guardian was it's it falls into a weird category because when you play it, I mean, as a gamer, it's hard to explain this unless you've been playing across multiple generations of consoles. But yeah, um, you know how everything, even the control scheme and the just the general like playability of games, kind of changes. Digital ergonomics, something like. It it feels the Last Guardian when you play it, it feels like a game that belonged on like PS2 or early PS3. Mm. Something about the controls and the physics, it just feels like that. Um, and like by now, games have just changed so much that it 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 doesn't quite fit the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, the story was good, but the story was just to me. Yeah, it was good, but it just didn't have the same um, something that Ico and Shadow of the Colossus had. So you really, you, I mean, Ico came out when? Was it before Shadow? Yeah, Ico was the first game. Okay. What was Ico about? Basically, it starts out and you just see like this kid getting transported by these soldiers across like these lands and then all of a sudden they lock him up inside of this like casket and i played that oh did you yeah okay okay, okay. i'm not going to give myself more props and pat myself <laughs> on the back i it was a free download oh okay because it came with a pair of you know, Probably. i forgot what it was yeah and um like the the first part of it is like you have to like pull out these like you have to you get out of a casket and you pull out like these statues in the walls or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And you're leaving that area. Yeah, that temple. Then, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I played that. Yeah, so that well, was... A little bit, at least. So that was the first one he made. And so you see, like, you're this boy with horns, and you find out, like, 
all boys born with horns in that village were taken to that place to be sacrificed. And that's how they locked you in this casket. That's intense. Well, he gets out. He finds this like ethereal, mystical girl locked away in a cage, rescues her. She speaks some unknown language that you have no idea. And then basically you're guiding her and you're both trying to escape this castle. And there's these like shadow creatures pulling you and whatever. This. Okay. So that takes place. Well, Shadow of the Colossus. (laughs) (laughs) um you find out so the character that you're playing as at the beginning you know he's this like native american looking guy who's saving this girl or he's trying to bring back from the dead this girl and at the end he's possessed by the evil spirit so so he thought he was like unlocking this power this trial you think it's like these series of trials to unlock like the dragon balls to get your wish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, was this trial for him to not be sacrificed? Like, I don't want to be sacrificed. I'm trying to overcome what society has told me I have to do. Well, in I, you mean in shadow of the Colossus? in either one, like what he, what what he's trying to do is he, because you're saying like these children, these boys that is it boys or just girls or children in general. I mean, it's supposed to be, I think I'm pretty sure it's boys. Okay. In Ico. Yeah. And Ico, these boys born with horns are supposed to be sacrificed. Right. So is it like, I am destined to be this, but I'm trying to overcome my destiny by going through these trials. Is that what it is? Well, it kind of just seems like it's not quite as deep as all that. It's really just like he's born with horns. He's locked away to be sacrificed. He breaks out. He meets this girl. And then you find out there's this like evil queen who rules over this castle. And like, she's the one who's being sacrificed to and the girl that you find is her daughter and it almost is like a i get the vibe that it's almost like a um raz al ghul kind of thing with talia well in the sense of like she keeps staying alive fed off of these sacrifices and then the witch or the daughter the witch the witch okay and the witch stays alive on that but then you kind of get the vibe like the daughter was going to be her the next vessel for her uh, oh, like Ra's al Ghul, like, saying, like yeah. the next person to take on the Ra's al Ghul persona. Right, right. Okay. or something. And so, but then when you play Shadow of the Colossus, you just think, okay, the ritual to get your wish is you have to slay these 16 creatures. Got it. But then you find out, okay, you killed all the creatures. And what's really crazy is that they do it so subtly at the start of the game, like you're all clean looking and you have red hair. And, but by the end of the game, like progressively his clothes get more tattered. He's like bruised and bloody. This is shadow and shadow of the classes. Right. He's like, his clothes are tattered. He's bruised and bloody and his hair starts turning black and his like face starts looking like pale and like something's wrong. You kill the last Colossus and then you see that you are fooled. And you weren't like going these through these trials to um, to <clears throat> get a wish. Basically, there was this evil god that was sealed within these sixteen things, and you just like unlocked him to become the vessel for him now. Bum 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 bum. So the game ends with like these priests from your village come in, do this like thing. And then, like, the evil that now inhabits your body gets, like, sucked into this fountain. And it's, like, the saddest, most brutal moment because, like, 
you see the girl on the altar. You just did all this for her, and you're like, she's finally coming to life. And that's the moment when they barge in, they perform this ritual, and now, like, in the back of the room, in the back of the temple is this, like, portal of water that's like sucking you in so you're like pushing the jump you're like pushing the jump button and like jump 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 hold on hold on hold on hold on and like you see her out of reach as you're like reaching and you're like pushing with all your might like stay holding on and it's like sucking you away from her after you just did listeners all of this. jason's <laughs> hand manierisms <laughs> right now are making me like does he make it <laughs> like oh my gosh this is intense well that's the thing and so like you're holding on and then finally your grip gives out, like, no matter how hard you try, eventually it pulls you in. And then he disappears for the, like, into light, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see the girl, she awakens. And she is back to life. And she stands up. And then, like, your horse enters the temple. And, like, she recognizes the horse. And so she starts to like walk with the my horse. hands up right now. Hold on. Okay, really hold quick. on, hold on, real oh, fast. Oh God, fast. no! I want to see. I want to ask a certain question. Go ahead. She starts to walk with the horse towards what you would think would be like the exit, right? So she goes towards the the portal that you got sucked into, which was this fountain. Lying in the fountain is a baby boy with horns. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so it, it, you find out it's basically Mind a prequel, blown. and he was the first boy born with horns. I <laughs> holy crap! Yeah, it's pretty. Holy it's pretty crap. amazing. So he is he's that boy. He's like the first one. So remember, in Ico, it's like oh, I'm every time a boy born with horns, right. Um, they're sacrificed while well, you find out at the end of Ico, like that room where you awaken in, there's like, it's like this massive room just filled with caskets, 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 right, caskets. Right, right. I remember that. Yeah. So it's almost like he's the first one and it's like his lineage that keeps getting sacrificed. And so it's almost crazy. Like here's this guy who thought I'm saving this love of mine. But in doing so, he does this like unspeakable thing by unleashing this evil, and now his lineage for generations is being sacrificed in punishment. Oh, you know, dude. And then eventually, here's this one boy who's born and is able to break free of the casket, and now he's like, "Okay, I'm going to escape this." Oh. Like it was pretty cool. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So okay. So how, where does Guardians pick up after that? And so that's the thing. That one was like. It feels like it's in the same world, but at least for me playing through it, I didn't see any like real direct connection. Yeah. Oh man. So that's what people were probably most upset about. Like I didn't feel any correlation there. Like you ended off with an amazing thing. Is there any talk of another game? He, so during the process, so like I said, it was like over 10 years in the making. Right. He, um, eventually Sony must've just been like, dude, you're costing us too much, man. So he, he finished the game not as an employee of Sony. Right. But, I remember that. But they made him like a, a contractor to finish the game. So, I mean, he doesn't even work for Sony anymore. So I can't imagine there's ever going to be is he that one. same? Is he the same guy who is doing that Norman Reedus story? No. His name is Hideo Kojima. And Kojima, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like he's the Silent like Hill Metal guy. Gear fame. Oh, Metal Gear. Sorry, I thought it was Silent well, Hill. Well, he was going to make a Silent Hill with Guillermo del Toro and right. Norman yeah, okay. Reedus. Yeah. But then Konami, the company who was funding that, like effed him over and everyone left. Norman Reedus, Guillermo del Toro, 
Kojima, they all left the project because the company tried to like screw him over. So do you believe in keeping people on for that amount of time to make that, that game for people? That's hard. Like, honestly, okay, here's the thing. When business you, as an, you, yeah. you have to take business as an account, but you have to take art as an account as well. But, I mean, we just talked about earlier tonight, and listeners, if you listen to the two separate episodes, but we talked about Stranger Things and, like, taking the time. Yeah, Stranger Things was a year and a half in the making, but it's just the difference between indie directors and main directors of cranking them out every year and a half but making these stories that I, I think business is just, and that's where it comes down to I mean, your hatred overall over the man. Well, over I mean, like not, 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 not the, like hatred of the man, but like, dude, like there needs to be a place where business and art collide. Right. Because if you think about it, just if we're talking in the game world in the time from shadow of the Colossus until the last guardian, think about this for a second. Oh crap. In that same time, naughty dog studio released uncharted one, Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3, The Last of Us, <laughs> and Uncharted 4. <laughs> like, one studio released all those masterpieces. That's, if that's if you true. think about it like that, like, guy, you, you, you're taking a little so too wh- long here. So what is it about, and this is not a dig or anything, this is just general. I mean, you, as a, as, as a, as a young adult and into your adult world, you hold and, and, and see... Um, Japanese culture very highly, and you respect it very highly. So, I mean, so do, so do I. But you look at people. I mean, look at the the Kingdom Hearts series, right? It's right. taken them forever to make part three. Well, the, again, going back to it, Kingdom Hearts two came out in two thousand five. Right. So it's going to be twelve years. Oh, not twelve years if it came out this year. Like Kingdom Hearts isn't slated till what? What summer of two thousand eighteen or even even? Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't think they even they they might say it, but they have no real. So why date. is it that like these games like I'm not I'm not saying like American games over Japanese director games are better. I'm just saying that like Uncharted Uncharted series they they unlocked a diamond in the rough. Like that was great in what they did, and and you know Naughty Dogs did that, and you know multiple directors took over. I know part three there was a transition there, and even part four mm-hmm. there was a transition there, but they knocked it out of the park. But I mean. For as good, here's here's my argument against like uh, for art and business. Those are diamonds in the roughs, like you, like like I just said, like Uncharted. They knocked it out of the park because Naughty Dogs understands that. And Santa, is it Santa Monica? Was Santa Monica a part of three and four? <clears throat> um, I don't remember. I don't remember I think either. It, I think it's more just that Naughty Dog is based in Santa Monica. Okay, because there was Santa Monica Studios, right? I, 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 I think, did Naughty Dogs absorb them. I don't remember. Oh, okay. So anyway, same like... So in an industry in American gaming, you have a gem that like by game after game after game in Uncharted, they knock it out of the park and they do an amazing job. Japanese games, just by, you know, Jason saying like almost all their games from Shadow of the Colossus to all the games that they've produced have been really well. But you look at the Assassin's Creed series... I'm sorry, but the, the greatness of Uncharted doesn't overshadow what Ubisoft has done. Literally, Assassin's Origins just came out, you know, two days ago, and that was ten Assassin's Creed games that have come out since then. <laughs> you know, and they just they just drag people's money. I think, person, like just thinking of what you're saying about everything that has to do with you know Shadow of the Colossus and, and you know the Japanese ideology when it comes to video gaming, they believe more in storytelling 
than it has to do with the, the, the respect of a story just because their history and culture in general deals with storytelling, you know, the samurais and all, all that. It has a lot to do with storytelling and honor and respect to that. America, they just pump it out for, you know, the money kind of a thing. But where does that balance happen? Yeah, I think it's hard because I'll be honest, like I, I really think in the early days of video games, um, you know, starting with, let's just say, the, at least the early days of home video games, so starting with the NES, mm-hmm. um, back then, like Japanese games were everything, like they ruled the world, you know, NES, SNES. Was Metroid so, Japanese? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, with Sega and Sonic and, Sonic. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the most part, Japanese games were the standard Final Fantasy, but then <clears throat> something happened once um, everything went 3D, and 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 I think slowly over time you started seeing with 3D storytelling or with 3D video games emerged 3D graphics and 3D storytelling, and it started to usher in an era of like not just. Um, I guess almost like the push in video games continually became like, how close can we get to Hollywood standard? So Mm. like I can remember ever since PS2. Okay. So like super Nintendo and like Donkey Kong country first come out, comes out and you're like, Whoa, it looks, it's like 3d and it looks so cool. And then wait, the side swipe or the like N64 Donkey Kong. No, like starting with the side swipe one. And it was like, Oh, it's super NES. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. And then over time, it was like by the time PS2 graphics came out, it was like, I remember hearing the conversations of like, it's going to look just like Pixar. And then, <laughs> and then that was the push of like, okay, can we tell stories like that? Can we get the graphics like that? Yeah. PS3, even more. It's going to look like paint. And then by PS4, I mean, they're actually pretty damn close. Hell I mean, yeah. Um, it really does. Some of this looks like, like, have you seen the trailer for Last of Us 2? For Last of Us 2. Oh, I saw that today. Or the graphics on the Toy Story level of Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, there was a preview for that. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just like, dude, it practically looks like the movie. Yeah. Um, So I think that Americans have their American sensibilities. And as the world has gravitated towards games that are Hollywood-minded, Hollywood-like experiences, because that's our background, I think that American studios have just been able to overtake Japan and overtake like most other countries and just run wild because we already have that that Hollywood mm. in our DNA and that's where games are at right now. Mm. You know. <clears throat> so do you prefer the I mean ultimately it boils down to quantity over quality. The quantity of games how fast we can get out all the quality of games. But then you see things of like the quality okay they want to spend you know, 10 years on Guardians didn't match up. So, like, where do you find, again, it comes back to the comes back to the question, where do you find that balance of you taking so much time to create a game that, that fans love and you're also coming out with balance of, like, you don't, you don't want Shadow of the Colossus to be another Assassin's Creed. Now, every year there's Assassin's Creed. Every year there's all these things. Like yeah, and I think before. that's too much. I think... It's really hard because there's... Or even the Arkham, or the Arkham series, for a time, they were just popping out like crazy. Yeah. And, and yeah, and those are starting to get to be too much. Um, I feel like there's some... Let's see. 
I feel like some studios, and again, it's kind of hard, but like if we were to say um, Rockstar Games, you know, <clears throat> I know. Redemption. Yeah, so Red Dead Redemption, I can't remember exactly what year. I want to say it was like 2012 or mm. something like that when that came out. No, dude. I was married in 2011. Red Dead Redemption came out before I was married. Okay, so even earlier. Yeah, my brother loved the Red Dead Redemption, the zombie series, and that came out a year and a half after the original. Okay, that's so I, true. So I would say 2005, 2006. No, because that's still PS2 era. And it was a PS3 game. Was it? When did PS3 come out? I think it was like... 07 two, or 8? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. So let's say 07. Let's yeah. say Red Dead Redemption. So let's say early, early PS3 era. Yeah. Um, That was early PS3 era... And the game is phenomenal, but it's like just this year they're coming out with the next in the series. But granted, they have multiple studios working, but it just kind of goes to show like, hey, this one studio took all these years. Then it's like Grand Theft Auto 4 came out again, early PS3 era. And then Grand Theft Auto 5 didn't come out until like, you know, eight years later. Hmm. So... Like even so, it's some, not just to a culture. American games do it too. Right? Yeah, huh. but it's just like, what are they? It's almost like, what are you looking for? You know, like I think it just depends on on the studio and what kind of story they're telling. Because Grand Theft Auto and those those are more like technically beautiful. And tech- do you still play Grand Theft Auto Five? I haven't played it in a, in a really long time, but <laughs> but it was one of the funnest games ever. Hmm. Um, but um, they're very technically beautiful. The story's not necessarily amazing. It's like funny, but it's not like, wow, what a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> really, what the game. <laughs> Mind provoking era of our days. Like, listen, go pick up this prostitute on the street, transport her, him or her to X amount of place, you know. <laughs> um, but then you have, you know, I think what's hard is that. If I were to take, you know, three Japanese games released in the last year or so, and um, that were all kind of like 10 years in the waiting, and it would be um, The Last Guardian, mm. uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, Oh, yeah. And then Persona 5. And Final Fantasy fifteen was fun, and it was... Dude, those graphics were amazing. I, graphics, I didn't play it, but I watched so many videos on it. Yeah, the graphics are Gorgeous. super, yeah. super beautiful. Gorgeous. But I'll say the story, it it didn't it didn't meet what I was hoping for. Like, it just felt like there's some parts that were like, wow, this is really good. Because it's really ultimately a story about friendship, and I loved that. It was, like, super fun with the characters interacting. Dude, is it like the, is it, okay, because like, I've, I, when I was younger, I watched Pokemon, Digimon. I, I wasn't huge in anime until later, but like, even Dragon Ball Z, like, friendship all together. Yeah. Digimon, we're the Digidestins, you know, kind of a thing. Like, yeah. was it kind of like that? Yeah, to the point where it's like, some people call it like, Final Fantasy fifteen Broad Trip. <laughs> <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> weren't you in a car or something at the very beginning yeah. you like ran out of gas or something yeah like, like literally that? the game opens up and they're like running out of gas pushing their car <laughs> and then like <laughs> like literally the whole rest of the game revolves around the four friends like driving that car everywhere <laughs> can you wreck that car oh yeah uh, like uh, especially the later it went like it turned to where you could go off-roading the car can like pull a delorean and like fly what <laughs> yeah doc brown oh, what yeah. kind of car was it it was some made up like 
the Final Fantasy Mercedes or something <laughs> like that. Um, oh, my goodness. But you were saying, like, but Shadow so, of the Colossus, Final Fantasy. Yeah, so that game, so Final Fantasy fifteen had a lot. I mean, I played it for hours and hours. It was super fun. By the end, I was like, dude, I love these guys. Like, <laughs> don't go prompto. Um, their names were really dumb, but they were cool guys. Prompto. <laughs> and, <laughs> but the story itself, like, the cities just felt kind of empty. The the With the exception of the relationship of those four friends, everything else just felt empty. Um, but then, and that was 10 years in the making, but then there's something like Persona 5, the graphics are nowhere near as good. But did Persona 5 come out after Final Fantasy 15? Yeah, it did. So how? But it was also still like years and years, like a decade in the waiting or something. Really? Yeah. See, I, I don't know much about these. And I, listeners, <laughs> games that I play, I play because Jason tells me to play them. <laughs> Journey, Jason told me to play him. Uh, Uncharted, Jason told me to play him. What was that one uh, with Andy Serkis? Oh, um. That you told me to play for PS3? Yeah, something about Journey to the West. I think Um, that's what it's called, Journey to the West. Yeah. I really think so. Yeah, Jason told me to play that one. I probably just raided his his cabinet full of games. (laughs) But, I mean, even Uncharted, like, Uncharted will be always my favorite. But, yeah. So where's that balance? End of the story. Where's that balance? In your opinion, as just a fan, Jason, not like I'm not speaking for all fans, just for you. Where's that balance? Because there's probably some of our listeners like, yeah, I can feel that. Like, I I want to play these games, but there's so many years that come in between them all. I don't know where that balance is. That I want a good game, but I don't want it to take literally from me from. If you really think about it, a kid that plays it when he's 17 years old, right. and then he plays it going into his 30s. You yeah, know? and so that's where I was going to say was like, not all of these, like, it's not some like ideal, like, wow, and then all the artists just worked hard. In harmony. And, yeah, <laughs> like you can read, and there's stories of like, oh yeah, creative turnover, and this guy got fired because he wasn't moving fast enough, and... They brought in another creative director. And so some of these games also have their own turmoil, you know? Yeah. And so I think that there's just a place where I love, um, you know, products made in Japan and and the type of stories they tell. But I'll be honest right now, in the video game world, I think for the most part, Japan is... I think they didn't want to realize that they got passed up and they're trying to find their way. Like there's a story, I guess like in the eighties, um, Sony was like Apple at the time. Um, in they, the eighties. Yeah. Cause like they created the Walkman and oh, did, did, they, did they create the home alone two walkie talkie? <laughs> I had that thing. I think Jaime still has that in his closet right now. <laughs> oh, my brother, my oldest brother, he still has that. Did they create that? Cause I used the shit out of that. <laughs> I don't know if they created that. <laughs> the Home Alone 2 one? Dude, that was great. Keep the change, you filthy. <laughs> um, but, um, but no, like the Walkman that everyone on Earth had That's one. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, they God, created that. that. And uh, so, for listeners, millennials that don't know what a Walkman <laughs> is, um, there were these things um, called cassette tapes <laughs> that had two sides, and they were, they had at least like eight tracks. Right. On each side, or if you if you, vinyls, I don't know if you if you listeners know this, vinyls were like giant CDs, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but Walkmans let you 
walk and listen to your music or walk to listen to other things. It's kind of like your iPad, uh, iPod, yeah, but bigger. They were literally like the iPod of its time. Oh yeah, and that's how big Sony was. Was like mm. they were like, oh, they they're Apple. They created the Walkman. And um, eventually you hear stories of how like time moved on and they still thought of themselves like their products weren't as innovative and their prices were like skyrocketed compared to competitors. But they were like, well, we're Sony. They thought they were tenured. Yeah. Like we can we can do that because we're Sony. And then eventually it was like, nope, sorry, guys, like other people passed you up. And I think that there's a place with Japanese games where there was like unlimited creative like explosions that gave us everything that we know today. Mm. But eventually I think they were just like, Hey, we do things the Japanese way and didn't realize like, Hey, the world is kind of passing you by a little bit. And so still some of my favorite games are by Japanese game studios, but um, there's definitely a place where I just think that it shows like their development cycle doesn't show just that. Oh, that's how long it took these creative minds to do it. Mm -hmm. But I think some of it is just like, dude, you guys are, like, focusing on the wrong things. Something is broke here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Because just, like like I said, I I couldn't, um, like, Last of Us or any of the Uncharted's are masterpieces, in my opinion. And the fact that, like, so many of them came out or, like, the entire Mass Effect series or, Mm. I mean, you could point to all these different studios that were doing really cool things in shorter times. And it's, like, because they were, had a vision and they were hungry for it and they created this cool stuff. Hmm. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, it gets, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I understand it, you know, when it comes to these games, because what you want to do is you don't want to do your story injustice. You know, you want to do right by your story. You want to do right by the fan base. You want to do right by everyone, but also you like, Hey, if it takes 10 years, you also have to acclimate right to uh, the 17 year old. That's now 27 and pushing 30. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just that eventually technology will, pass you by like you know a kid who plays um you know the first call of duty after having played you know duty is right (laughs) after having played like you know the most recent one is going to be like what is this right they won't even get into it even though it's the same series because gaming the controls the, I mean, back in those days, remember, it was like, let me go collect a health bar over here. And <laughs> like now it's like, let me duck behind cover and my health will regen. Yeah. You know, like mechanics change. Things aren't the same in gameplay. Is that why you like Last of Us so much? It's because it was uh, like a it was like a tribute to the old one. Like when your life is down, you're down. You have I, to find this health. I do like that. It's like very survival. Like Big. it's not like Uncharted is like oh, I'll kill these 50 dudes and I'll find like 20 clips of AK-47 ammo <laughs> and <laughs> like, I'm going to be good. You could if go you and kill 50 dudes, with 20 <laughs> clips. Like you could always, you're like a God. <laughs> you, you can go in guns blazing against an army and be like, all right, <laughs> onward. <laughs> um, I liked that. The last of us was like, okay, there's three dudes and I have a brick and a, <laughs> <laughs> I have a brick, some scissors <laughs> And so, and the <laughs> right, it was a lot more survival. Like to where, like Joel's, like literally, like in his backpack, like r- rifling around for, like, okay, uh, I got a beer bottle, and <laughs> <laughs> that was good. 
Well, anyways, like that was a cool little just like side segment, or that's not even segment. That could be the whole episode of Jason and his thoughts when it comes to video games and the newest Shadow of the Colossus that's coming out, and just Japanese games and American games and wh- how they're evolving nowadays. So thanks. Mm-hmm.